0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, the Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Russ M. And I'm a recovery compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, the 8th of September, Friday, September 8th, 2023. Today we're reading from the Big Book, we of Vision for You. We are on page 153, the first paragraph, starting with, it may seem incredible, ending with, our own recovery proves that. Today's readers, for the 12 steps, Lynn S., the 12 traditions, Karen W., reading the text, anne M., page 164, 10 P. our backup reader, Nancy R., Nancy C. is our newcomer greeter, and our second hour host is Eileen M. The reference numbers for uh, Thursday, yesterday, September 7, 2023, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Is twenty thousand six hundred and nine. That's two zero six zero nine. And the ten a.m. meeting is twenty thousand six hundred and ten. Two zero six one zero. The OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who shared experience, strength, and hope and are recovering from propulsive overeating. recovery through the 12 steps of OA, to those who still suffer. I'm getting old. I lost my spot. I'm sorry about that. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. I had a vision for you, Big Book Study. Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. And I've asked Lynn S. to, to uh, read the 12 steps.
1: Good morning. This is Lynn S., compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
2: Thanks,
0: Lynn. Uh, I will now ask Karen W. to read the Twelve
3: Traditions. Good morning, this is Karen W., recovered compulsive overeater from Katy, Texas. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever nonprofessional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, an OA name will never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press radio films television and other public media of communication and 12 anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities thanks for allowing me to be of service and i pass
0: thanks karen appreciate it how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the directions for recall we described in a big book about Alcoholics anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is is one year and readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. and We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one on mute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to, to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. So today we resume our study in the big book. We're on page 153 in the vision for you excuse me, that first paragraph, it it may seem incredible, and ending with our own recovery proves that, and I believe it's Anne-Marie M's going to start us off today.
4: Good morning, Russ. This is Anne-Marie M in South Carolina, gratefully recovered through God's grace and by, by working the steps in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So, This is what it says, page 153, paragraph 1. It may seem incredible that these men are to become happy, respected, and useful once more. How can they rise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopelessness? The practical answer is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. Should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of of our experience, we are sure they will come. The age of miracles is still with us. Our own own recovery proves that. And um, I have a friend that talks about the age of miracles, and I smile every time I I hear that. Um, She's just got such an awesome message. But um, going back to yesterday's reading, um, it it says, Then you will know what it means to give of yourself um, that others will survive and rediscover that you will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. It does, it does seem incredible to me that I, <clears throat> I have become someone that can be other-centered, that I love my neighbor as myself because, um, first of all, I didn't love myself. This book has brought out, um, has brought out to me all of my uh, character defects It has been, I've been able to accept them and to learn how to, um, overcome them with God's, with God's grace and, and God's direction. Um, and, um, how can they arise out of such misery? You know, how could I become someone that just hated myself and now loves myself and can love my neighbor as I love myself? That's. You know that's just a miracle. It, you know, the age of miracles is still with us, and it is still with us today as it was when it was written in, in 1939, I believe. Um, and if you re- what I get out of this, if you really want this miracle, um, and then you, then a person needs to be willing to make use of our experience. I needed to become willing. To do whatever it took for my sponsor who had gone through the steps in this book who had a sponsor that guided her I needed to do whatever she did and I finally finally became willing it took many years and one of the main things was to get a loving relationship with God which I thought I had I really did however I needed to grow in that relationship and to continue to grow and I do continue to grow um through my meditation in the morning through my with my i have prayer partners that I pray with, and then I reach out to others to help hopefully help give them what what i've uh was given to me um and well, the gift was um well one of the one of the gifts um, is the, the obsession from compulsive overeating has been removed, and it wasn 't something that I did. God did that for me, so there is an answer um, in this book, and um you know it, it can happen it can happen for anyone that is willing to um, what I get out of that make use of our experience is to listen with an open mind and i 'm so grateful that I, I've been able to do that with an open mind. That's God's God's gift. Thank you. Thanks, Russ. All
0: right, you got it, Emory. Thanks a lot. So now we're going to open up the lines for sharing on this passage and a vision for you. Um, uh, although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share that every third day. So if you we share Wednesday or Thursday, please step back. I'd right? always oh, get a shot. And uh, just... I'm I'm fragile. I'm fragile. Take it easy. <laughs> One at a time, please. Melissa,
2: well, see. Go safe. ahead.
0: All right. So we got we Melissa, go. Janet,
5: Janet,
2: Linda, D.
0: Okay. Linda I big. got Melissa. I think it was a Julie, Janice. Janet. Janice, and uh, uh, Lynn, Linda.
6: Lauren Grace, Fresh New Jersey.
0: Lauren, Lauren Grace. I just didn't get the first initial K. of the last. Julie
2: Okay. Trisha D. Georgia. It's Trisha.
0: There was a Julie. I just didn't get the first initial of your last name. We'll get
2: we'll get it when when you come up. Yes, Julie. Uh Okay. <laughs> I
0: didn't hear it. You, don't worry about it. We'll catch it on the on the way. Um, anyone else? Because we got a nice list here. But anybody else want to jump in for the first round? All right. So we got Melissa C, Julie, Janice P M, Linda D, Lauren Grace B. I think uh, Julie K, and Trisha D. All right, Melissa, you are up.
2: Okay, hey, good morning, Russ. Oh my gosh, thanks
7: so much for your service this morning. I'm Alyssa C I'm a recovered compulsive overheater. I live in New York and you know, I'm smiling, I was thinking, at so first I got really happy this morning. Um, you know, it's 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 Friday, right? And and I hear and there's Russ's voice and it's like, you know, I, I was joking around that it's it's um you know, it's like it's like welcoming into the weekend. It's like thank God it's Friday, right? And I and I hear Russ, and I think, okay, how does that how does this relate to the paragraph? Um, that um, this is an, this is a this is a miracle. You know, I love, first of all, that I'm excited to hear, you know, anybody's voice, <laughs> or or just to be a part of something that's very different. And I think, you know, this this chapter. This vision for you chapter sort of starts off like, what is this vision going to be for me? What's my new life going to be? Because I couldn't live with food, and I couldn't live without food, and I felt lonely and and sad at the thought of having to put food down. And I know for myself, one of the big things that just broke my heart was the realization that for me, I could not socialize
2: the same way.
7: Actually, antisocial. But my twisted, you know, alcoholic thinking—because he's thinking—couldn't imagine how I was going to hang out with people without having a couple of drinks and without having my hands in the chips and salsa. You know, like, how, who was I going to be now? And and so that's where I, you know, began my recovery journey in earnest um, because I realized I could not live that life anymore and. I needed a miracle. You know, step one tells me that my powerlessness means that no human power is going to relieve me. And, and so then it's got to be an experience that's miraculous. And I feel, like, so enthusiastic about this program because it's as though, you know, it's not magic, right? Because I had to want this above all else, which means I had to want this way of life above everything else, not just want to be fit, right, not just want to be, like, free of the food, but I actually wanted to be a person who was very different. I wanted a new design for living. And I feel like I turned the page and I landed in this life. And the most incredible thing is, is that I've seen it happen over and over and over again. I remember different people who now do incredible service in this program, Came in just like I came in. We all come in broken and crying and a mess and, and clinging, you know. And, and if it can happen for me, it can happen for anybody. Um, thanks, for that'll pass.
0: Thanks, Melissa. Uh, next up is Juliet, followed by Janice PM. I, I think it's good it's morning.
8: Good
9: morning. Yep.
8: Good morning. This is M. from New m. York. Okay. Uh, I'm so excited to be on the line this morning, and um, I, I thank you, Russ, for your service. I came to vision exactly six months ago, and um, I was desperate. And I was, um, even though I've been in the rooms for 17 years, the miracle did happen. And people have told me along the way, wait until the miracle happens. And I waited, and I kept doing the work, and I kept doing the work and I came to vision six months ago on a whim, desperate, and I went online and I found this number i had i didn't know anything that vision existed, and um so when I got on the line, I was like, "Oh my goodness, they're on the big book they're studying the steps. this is an incredible an incredible journey and so I stuck around and I just came to the realization, I thought it was because I came to the vision meeting that I became abstinent. And that wasn't the case. The case was that I surrendered and I was willing to do what was in front of me. I was willing to let go of the food that was giving me trouble. I was willing to accept this program and I was willing to do whatever it took to become abstinent. And six months later, and I am so eternally grateful for all the people on the line that share honestly, that called me, that kept motivating me to keep coming back. I am recovered just for today, not cured. And um, I'm so happy to be able to be here. And I appreciate every single one of you on this line. And have a wonderful
2: day. And I pass for today. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Sorry
0: about that. I was muted. Ugh, having a day here. Next up is Janice P.M. followed by Linda <laughs> B.
5: It's all right, Russ. You're not perfect. Um, yeah, today is... Uh, my name is Janice P.M. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I am a grateful recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Boy, this paragraph. This is the paragraph of hope. Because when I first read it, I'm saying, oh, no, that could never be me because I'm so unhappy. I'm so miserable in my life. I'm always trying to to, to fight this, this illness, and the allergy, and especially the obsession. I could never be like this. However, this is the vision for me and for you. It's God's vision. But you know, how do I get this? How do I get this from hopelessness to hope, so that I can be free in more ways than one? It's not just with the food. I thought I was married uh, because I've been married. I was married for fifty-something years, and uh, I never thought that that I would be here for fifty-something years. I was going to be out of here after five years. But you see, it says it may seem incredible. Well, yeah, it seemed incredible to me. It seemed impossible. And so when I see the word seem, it means to me, it's not necessarily so, Janice. You're hopeless, but there's, it just reeks with hope in this paragraph. And it's not about opinions. It's about my experience, their experience, our our people that came before me. So you can't fight or not believe experience because that's their experience. So in order for me to be what they are, happy, transformed, and, um, yeah, I desired it tremendously. I had so many desires, but I couldn't do it. But they're telling us that, you know, if you do this, you're going to get this. And what do you mean by doing it? Well, do the work, the work of the 12 steps, and you will get it. You can recover. I mean, what a promise. I mean, really? After all these years, this will happen to me? Absolutely. Should you wish? Yeah, I wished all all my life for a lot of things. Um, But I didn't make use of the experience and do, again, what they do. And, you know... I am proof, I am living proof, living proof all these years of having the allergy removed if I don't pick it up, certain foods, and the obsession. And it's not only about the food. And Don't forget, it's about everything in my life, a brand new person. So my experience is incredible. When you hear my story, I think it's incredible because I, it seemed to me I All would right. never. You yeah, Thank you so much. So, yeah, uh, if I do the actions, I will get the results, and I have, and I will pass. Thank
10: you.
0: Thanks, Janice. So before Leonard deed comes up, I just want to let you know where we're at for those who came on a little later today. We are a vision for you. Uh, we're on page 153. That first paragraph. It may seem incredible, and ending with our our own recovery proves that. So my best friend Linda D is up.
2: Hi everybody.
11: My name is Linda D, and I'm beyond grateful to be here. This is a stunning, remarkable meeting. They call it a, a just a healthy meeting of Overeaters Anonymous. It's a magnificent meeting. And, Russ, when you call yourself fragile, I crocked up. You are so funny. You are the least fragile person. No, maybe not, but you are a sweetheart. Um, it may seem incredible. To me, that little phrase means this is uh, impossible. It is too good to be true. And I just want to, when I started out, I just want to be thin and look good naked and blah, blah. And how come I'm here? I was such uh somebody said it, I was such a mess. I, I was just so broken, a, a child in an adult body, and now I'm an adult in an adult body. And um, I have to love, uh, I have to be willing to do this work with the steps and the book and all of you. You're essential, um, a sponsor and all of that. Um, I I have to want it above all else. Above all else really sucks sometimes. It really, really hurts. And um, I've been given... A life beyond my wildest dreams. And sometimes it includes things I, I just, they're agony. And right now I have to bury someone who is very, very close to me, a precious kitty. And somebody's going to think, well, who cares? That's a cat. Well, I care if you don't care. And uh, it's a big deal to let go of a fur baby or a baby baby, I can't even imagine that one, although I had to do it a long time ago in one way, Um, a human baby, two of them. Um, I've been through a lot, I've learned a lot, and there's more to be revealed, and my life is second to none. I have a wonderful life, and it just gets better. But right now, it really, oh, it, I dread this. I hate doing this. But I've got to box this baby up and get him ready for his the rest of his journey. Toss me a prayer and one for Walker. He's the cat.
2: And I'm the old kitty. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Linda, we will. We got you. Next
0: up is Lauren Grace B., followed by Julie Kay.
6: Good morning, everybody. This is Lauren Grace B., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from South Jersey. Uh, So grateful to read this paragraph today. And the thing that stuck out to me was, should you wish them above all else? That's the benefits of the program. That's recovery. I need to want recovery above all else. Um, I'm not a big slogan person, but two of them come to mind that some of them I just feel aren't accurate, but these two I feel are um, the old slogan, the program works when you work it. Um, that That is so true. I had really been slacking off on my phone calls, and I was really feeling it every night in my uh 11 steps, what could you have done better? I could have made phone calls, I could have made phone calls. But I thought, why aren't I just doing it? And I just did it. And it was because I was working my program around my life and not my life around my program. I've got to put this first because in all of its dimensions and all of its details, because if I don't put it first, there's not gonna be anything else left. And that's all I have to share, thank you.
2: All right there, Lauren. Next up is Julie Kay,
0: uh, followed by Tricia D.
9: Thanks, Russ. Good morning, everyone. This is Julie Kay in Connecticut. i um, really grateful to be on the line this morning. I'm struggling. I'm struggling big time and not in my mood, in my marriage, and in my emotional sobriety. And this program is the only thing I have right now that's keeping me together, and it may sound like I'm not together because I'm crying, but really it could be worse. Trust me, I know that I know that I have a huge part to play in this demise of this marriage, um, but I also know that this program has taught me that I deserve more, and that I'm worth more, and that's a really scary thing to say out loud, because it means I have to take the next right step, and I'm petrified. but either God is everything or God is nothing, and this is the ultimate test of putting everything I have, everything I have in my higher power's hands. And I know that there are miracles. I listen to you all every morning for the last three or four years. You know, it is comforting to come on this line and to hear Russ's voice and to recognize the voices of all of you. I was thinking the other day, um, I think it was a couple days ago, um, the reading talked about the spirit of the fellowship and the fellowship of the spirit. And um, there was a day that I logged onto Zoom a couple years ago, And my back was to my computer, but I heard this voice. And I was like, holy cow, I know that voice. I'm like, that's a visionary voice. And sure enough, it was exactly who I thought it was. And it was such a beautiful moment. You all have given me so many beautiful moments. And if this paragraph is about hope, then I'm just grateful that I logged on this morning to hear it. So I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. And
0: with that, I pass. Thanks, Julie. So next up is Trisha D. And then we'll uh, take another list.
12: Good morning, Russ. Can you hear me?
0: Uh, We got you. Yep, perfect. Got
12: you. Thank you. Good morning. And this is Trisha D. from Georgia. And I'm so grateful to be on the line today. I loved yesterday's paragraph and today's. And I just wanted to comment that, you know, The reading where it said, alcoholics are dying helplessly like people in a sinking ship. Oh, my gosh. So true. And we will escape disaster together. You know, this is a WE program. And um, we know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. This is just this paragraph and then the reading of today, you know, as far as feeling hopeless, um, that very First line there. How can they arise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopeless? Because I was hopeless. I was there. Um, I remember being so deep into the sugar, and I just had a liver transplant, and I did not know where to turn. And I kept hearing big book, big book, and vision for you. And I got on, and it just made all the difference in my life. And so I just thank you for that. But still, it says, Should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience, we are sure they they will come. They will come. And this is what, you know, believe in miracles is that last line is the age of miracles is still with us. Our own recovery proves that. I am a walking miracle because I can just through the grace of God say that it's been almost three years now that I've been with vision and just the the gift of absence and the neutrality with the sugar, you know, I just feel like my own recovery and working this program, working the steps proves that, you know, absolutely. My compulsive overeating led me into that fatty liver disease. Um, but now today I know there is a solution, the only solution, and it's only because of this 12-step program, you know, surrendering to my higher power, you know, serving others, This is how I stay absent. I must give this gift I receive to others as long as I stay open and willing. And I know that God gives me so many opportunities to carry this message. Um, You know, today I am so grateful. I can say this today, but I'm so grateful for this disease because through these steps and the actions, um, you know, I think that I'm becoming finally the person that God wanted me to be. You know, if you say you seek and you will find God brings me so many opportunities to serve. And just just yesterday, I was with my um, gastroenterologist, and he was sharing with me, he said, you know, I do, so many, so many people are having liver transplants today, not due to alcoholism, but to fatty liver disease. And he said, I can't reach my patients anymore. They don't listen to me. But I think, and so he asked me how I was doing, because he helped me with my liver transplant and he said, you know, gosh, I can tell, you know, whatever you're doing is working. And it, anyway, he allowed me, he's now asked me if I will come talk to his patients and share my experience, strength, and hope. And I think, God, what an opportunity you gave me. You're giving me, thank you, to try to reach these people who are in that sinking ship. And I just thank you for allowing me to share today and the opportunity. And um, may everyone have a blessed day. Thank you, and uh, I pass.
0: Thanks, Trisha. So we're going to open up the lines for sharing once again. We are on page 153. That first paragraph in a vision for you. It may seem incredible. Ending with our own recovery proves that. And uh, if you shared in the past couple of days, please step back. All those to share. We got time for about it. five more shares.
5: Jerry, yeah, okay. Penny C.
0: D- Anita Darian, Ani- Anita, Penny. Uh, there was someone else in there. Jennifer C. Jennifer C. So, Darian, Anita, Penny C. Pat B. You get. All right, Pat B. I think that's we're gonna go with that. You know, you know, you know me in mathematics and adding. So, all right, that's gonna be our crew: Darian K, Anita J. Penny C, Jennifer C, and Pappy. Hopefully, we get everybody. And I did good this time. I hope. <laughs> all right, Darren, you're up.
13: Hey, Russ. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Oh, great. Okay. Never know if you get muted again. Um, yeah, Darren K and the Berkshires, in Massachusetts, recovered for today, and, and grateful to be on the line with all of you and oh, to hear your stories of of incredible miracles. Um, and you know what? Miracles come in so many forms, you know, um, I so empathize with, you know, Linda putting her baby down, da- her, fur baby down and, you know, and, and marriages, you know, falling apart and just, I mean, we're just, we go through life. This is, a, this is, you know, I was talking to a sponsor this morning. This is a program for life. We're not coming in, getting the diet, doing the, you know, doing the diet and getting, you know, and then leaving and trying to do life. Now, we're trying to do life after we put the food down and dealing with real situations, Um, whether they're joyous and wonderful because there's many of those or they're just things that are just really, really hard and challenging. And we don't have to pick up the food. That is a miracle in itself. That, to me, allows me to live in that age of miracles, Um, that that I don't have to pick up the food for any reason. Because then I have two problems, you know. If it's a situation where it's, I can't, you know, I can't control, um, you know. And I, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful to, you know, witness um, the miracles in this program. You know that when you when you sponsor people and you see them actually, you know, putting the food down and getting through situations in their lives abstinently, um, you know. And then just looking back at my own life of many years, God willing. It'll be 37 years in a in a week or so, and, you know, I, I just, of course, we're going to be living a whole heck of a lot of life, um, ups and downs, and just the neutrality of, you know, uh, nothingness, <laughs> um, but we're still working the program, and we're still, I'm enthusiastic still, which is oh, amazing, amazing. Um, because I just love this program, and I can't imagine my life without it. Um, And so I am just going to treat it as a gift and a joy, and um, God willing, continue, you know, for the rest of my life, a day at a time, and I'll pass.
2: Thanks, Darian. Next up is Anita J., followed by Penny C.
5: Thank you, Russ. Thank you for your service as usual. Um, this is Anita J. Recovered uh, out in Massachusetts. Um, so in my head, I keep thinking of the age of Aquarius, but but trying to get miracle to rhyme, it doesn't rhyme. But I'm not living in a poem. I'm you know I'm living in real life, and it is a miracle because I was here for decades, decades. The same big book, that's all we had. So it isn't just the big book, because I had it. But if you don't, if you think as you read, you already know it. When I say you, I mean Anita. I already knew it. I'll read it, but I'm telling you what I think. That, that didn't get you far, and it didn't get me far at all. It's just with great humility discovered that why don't you listen to another person? Person doesn't even have to be alive. There, this person, what happened to Bill? All, all of those wonderful first old timers and then... The uh, our old timers and our new timers, and it's it's just very very exciting journey. Um, I don't want to get in an airplane anymore. I'm just a little bit uh, gun shy lately, uh, only because of me, not because of anything else. But I I don't need to go
2: flying in an airplane. I'm flying already, and um, with that I pass. All right there, Anita. Appreciate it. Next up is Penny C.
14: Thank you. Um, I think I'm unmuted.
0: Yeah, you got it, Pen. You got it.
14: <laughs> that was a new way of saying, can I be heard? Uh, thank you. <laughs> 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 um, I didn't want Holland to say, there they go again. Can I be heard? Um, yeah, my name is Penny C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I live in the Boston area. And, oh, gosh, This paragraph, all I could say was, this is a description of transformation, which is what our goal is. The goal of the 12 steps, having had a spiritual awakening, for me and for lots of other people, translates into our lives were transformed and truth. Just last evening, um, we've been doing this for a while, Two other recovered, three of us recovered compulsive obedeutors just decided to renew the steps, just to go through them and talk about them. And and it came up that um, we went to the chapter on working with others where it says the joy of watching someone else recover. Um, don't miss it. We know you don't want to miss it. And it was all about seeing people who like this um paragraph says you know we're in misery and hopelessness um and myself included in fact but we we had at least two examples of people we know who you know had serious mental or physical problems or you know family problems and work, once they worked the steps that their lives are joyous and free and just like this paragraph says the age of miracles we've seen the miracles uh, i don't see the miracle of my recovery quite so well as other people do but i can see it in so many others on this line um in person um on other meetings um just in life and and i just end with this a pastor once actually talked we were we were it was an anniversary meeting of a recovery from from um divorce or separation or, or or death of you know of a spouse. And he introduced me as the speaker and said, I watched I watched Penny come from being a basket case to what she is today and it's a miracle. And all that had happened in between was that I got into OA, worked the steps, and, yeah, I was a basket case. I no longer claim that anymore. I've, I've got a God in my life who is going to guide me, and all of you, I'll pass.
2: Thanks, Penny. Next
0: up is Jennifer C. followed by Pat B.,
15: Hey, good morning. This is Jennifer Stewart covered in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, you know, this this portion of the paragraph that sticks out to me this morning, it says, should you wish them above all else and be willing to make use of our experience? We are sure they will come. Should you wish them above all else, which then reminds me of the third step prayer, right? Like simple, but not Easy, God. I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me whatever you want to do. I'm asking for relief from bondage, why? So that I can better do God's will. That's the end game. The end game is not just so that Jennifer can live her best life, right? Like, the end game is so that I can better do God's will, and the reason that I want my difficulties to be taken away, that I want victory is so that I can bear witness to the people that I help, the people that I serve. Bear witness to what? This program, yes. The steps, yes. But ultimately, bear witness to God's power, God's love, and God's way of life being way, way, way better than anything that we can come up with with our finite minds the set-aside prayer, everything I think I know, right, about God's will and about how I have to force solutions and I have to hold on to the comfort of food because it's too scary to let go, right? And And then I begin to surrender more and more because God does for me what I can't do for myself. And then I realize, wait a second, I actually belong abstinent. What used to feel like comfort is is not where I belong. I belong abstinent, right? Like I belong recovered. That's what I was designed for, to be happy, joyous, and free. This disease wants me to believe that, that I'm, that I'm meant to be in an addiction, right? That like, that's where I belong in an addiction. I'm just an addict. I'm just an addict. And God's like, no, no, I'm calling you out of that. And I'm calling you into freedom so that you can better do thy will and so that you can bear witness to all the people you're going to help of my power, my love, and my way of life. And so I pray that I never lose sight of the fact that that's what I'm bear witnessing to, period. It's God's power, God's love, and God's way of life that's drawing us all out of this disease and into this miraculous life of recovery. And with that, I pass. Thank you all for being here.
2: All right Jennifer, thank you. Next up is Pat B. And
0: uh we'll be able to take a few more. <laughs> Star One Pat B.
2: Hi Pat B. Sorry you caught me by
10: surprise. Uh I'm and I'm, I'm recovered in Beamsville, Ontario, Canada. I just you know the title of this chapter and the title of our group. is is really such an amazing thing, a vision. You know, a vision used to be something that was unattainable, like up in the sky, the angels all singing and having a vision of something that was so miraculous that it was never going to happen. And yet, here I am, and here everybody else is. It's just amazing that it's happened. And I've I heard the expression pulled by a vision, not, you know, it's the it's vision itself of wanting to be recovered. When I work with my sponsees about day two, I have them read the 10th Step Promises. And I say, now, I want you to remember this. Because right now you're saying, no way. Neutrality with food? I don't believe it. And I, and I say to them, well, do you believe that I have it? And they say, well, I guess you do, because you say you do. And so so then we work the steps. And then we get to step 10 and read the promises. And it's like, oh, my god. It's happened to me. I have food neutrality. How is that possible? And I'm love going to have them read this section as well, because it is, they are going you to know it is a miracle they have recovered as it was so many years ago. Sorry, it's just noisy because I'm not walking in Anyway, I just Anyway, I just love listening to, as somebody said, everybody's voices that you recognize right now. And that's exactly it for me. I've been listening to Vision since about 2014. And it's so amazing. The people who have, Whose voices have stayed
2: and are still through here through the years. What a miracle. Anyway, thank you for letting me share.
0: Thanks, Pat. So I think we, we have time for actually two more. So we need two more. Two more.
2: Karen Kay. Karen. Pete B. So
0: so we got Karen and Pete. Go ahead, Karen.
16: Good morning. um, Good morning, everybody. And thank you for your service. My name is Karen Kay from Syracuse, New York, and my credits still do not transfer. You know, I'm grateful... um, for the people that had a vision for me, and that was being a child of God and acting as, as a child. We lost you lost there, Karen. You got muted. Okay, we'll do that again. Thank you for your service. Basically, all I wanted to say is I'm grateful for the people in program in O.A that they had God's image and vision for me. And I'm very grateful for that because I I need, I need your help. Um, there was a time I would be sponsoring, you know, five, five, five or six people at one time. And it was such a blessing to watch those, those people grow. And, and I have a, the sponsor I'm working with now will be going through the steps very quickly. And, um, I'm looking forward to being able to, to give this away again. And I'm grateful, um, you know, how am I living in my home life? How am I, what is my vision in home? What is my vision in church? What is my vision as, you know, a wife, a, a, a sister, a friend, um, a fellow OA person? Um, all, all I can do is just show up, uh, dust out how, when I fall, you know, like I did a couple weeks ago. I just, God just dustes me off. I get back up, I get sponsored and we're going quickly. And I'm so grateful to win, uh, to be able to uh, sponsor again. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Russ.
0: Thanks, Karen. Next up is Pete B.
17: Thanks, Russ, for taking the meeting. My name is Pete B. I'm a compulsive leader and I'm recovered today by God's grace and mercy. I appreciate your service. I'm in Pennsylvania, by the way. Man, I love him uh grateful for the the just about the big book, you know, chopping it up about recovery and it it, it, it has literally been a transformation for me to, to be among so many so many people passionate about what this literature says about the condition. And about the program of recovery that we're supposed to pick up and, and implement in, in order to have this, this successful transformation, and it's just it's 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 unbelievable. And, and uh, so many great shares. I love I love what Jen had to say, and uh, I always love what Linda has to say. It's uh, very compelling. And sorry for the loss of the animal. And and you know, I just want to say, you know, like tremendous knowledge, tremendous information tremendous experience, but you know what? Like Our book tells us lack of knowledge isn't our problem, right? It tells us no human power can solve what we have. You know, knowledge, knowledge isn't even something we pray for every single day at every single meeting, yet we focus so much on this knowledge and how much I know and what page it's on and who did it and when they said it there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? Knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit and wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. You understand what I'm saying? Right? So we pray for, we pray for the serenity and for wisdom and it's our job as recovered individuals to help people embrace this information So that their experience and their knowledge can become the wisdom that can help transform others. The last thing I'm going to say is, you know, I I don't understand why we read the traditions in this meeting, and who decided that we should call. You know, usually when you tell something, somebody something's healthy, that's usually a third party that makes that assessment. And I don't know what you know what we're using as the as the you know the 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 barometer for healthy or not like who's make who's is it the quantity of people i don't know i don't know you know i what makes it healthy or not see that's a third party makes that assessment but we just decided i guess that we're a healthy meeting i, I don't know why but a healthy meeting in my understanding would follow the traditions right uh we we see the tradition says we don't govern it feels like we're being governed I don't know. I don't. I don't, I've been on this meeting since 2017, twice a day for you know almost almost every day and every Sunday. I've never been invited to a business meeting. I don't know where that happens. Yeah. You know, I know I don't sound grateful right now, but I uh, I, I guess I, I'd probably ask the question in the second hour, but I don't have that opportunity to do that anymore. So with that, I'll pass.
0: All right, Pete. Appreciate it. Anybody that knows what's up with that? Touch base with Pete. Um, all right, Pete, you are our last share. We thank thank everyone who shared for this meeting. Uh, please join us for a second recorded hour of study immediately following closing. So today's share ID. Today's Friday, September eighth, twenty twenty three. The seven a.m. Eastern Time meeting is twenty thousand six hundred and twelve two zeros. 612. And uh, I asked Tenzin P. Tenzin P. is going to read the the, page 164 for us today. Our book is meant to be suggestive only Mm -hmm. to keep you you until then.
18: Thank you very much. Uh, Tenzin P. uh, Gratefully recovering. Thank you for a wonderful meeting, everyone. So um, these two paragraphs at the Uh, Three paragraphs, actually, at the end of A Vision for You, this paragraph, this uh, chapter. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got.